بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of the book riyad al-salihin and we have reached hadith number 6 and this class is class number 7 the narration of the hadith goes as follows وعن ابي اسحاق سعد بن ابي وقاص مالك بن وهيب بن عبد مناف بزهره بن كلاب بن مره بن كعب بن لؤي القرشي الزهري رضي الله عنه احد العشر احد العشرة المشهود لهم بالجنه رضي الله عنهم قال جاءني رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يعودني عام حجة الوداع من وجع مشتد بي فقلت يا رسول الله إني قد بلغ بي من الوجع ما ترى وأنا ذو مال ولا يرثني إلا ابنة لي أفأتصدق بثلثي مالي قال لا قلت فالشطر يا رسول الله قال لا قلت فالثلث يا رسول الله قال الثلث والثلث كثير أو كبير إنك انتظر ورثتك أغنياء خير من أنتظرهم عالة يتكففون الناس وإنك لم تنفق نفقة تبتغي بها وجه الله إلا أجرت عليها حتى ما تجعل في في امرأتك قال فقلت يا رسول الله أخلف بعد أصحابي قال إنك لن تخلف فتعمل عملا إنك لن تخلف فتعمل عملا تبتغي به وجه الله إلا ازددت به درجة ورفعة ولعلك أن تخلف حتى ينتفع بك أقوام ويضر بك آخرون اللهم امض لأصحابي هجرتهم ولا تردهم على أعقابهم لكن البائس سعد بن خولة يرثي له رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أن مات بمكة أجريد أبو الحديث this hadith is narrated by Abi Ishaq, Abu Ishaq, uh, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, may Allah be pleased with him, and he is one of the ten who had been given the glad tidings of entry into Al-Jannah, in paradise. Nasrullah Azza wa Jal, an nakuna min ahliha, bimannihi wa faladnihi, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his favors to make us from the people who enter paradise. He narrated that the Messenger وسلم, visited me in my illness which became severe in the year of Hajjat al-Wada' and the farewell pilgrimage. I said, O Messenger of Allah, you can see the pain. You can see, O Messenger of Allah, you can, you can see the pain which I am suffering and I am a man of means. And there is none to inherit to inherit from me except one daughter. Should I give two thirds of my property in charity? He, the Prophet وسلم, said no. I asked him then half. He said no. Then I asked, can I give away one third? He said, give away one third. And that is still too much. It is better to leave your hires well off than to leave them poor, begging people. You will not spend or you will not expend a thing in charity for the sake of Allah, for the sake of Allah. And this is the point of evidence since we are talking about the intentions, 
this, is, this whole chapter is about sincerity of intentions. So the Prophet ﷺ said to him, you will not expend a thing in charity for the sake of Allah, but you will be rewarded for it. Even the morsel of food which you feed your wife. I said, O Messenger of Allah, would I survive my companions? He said, if you survive others and accomplish a thing for the sake of Allah, you would again or you would gain higher ranking and standing. You will survive them. Your survivor will be beneficial to people, the Muslim, and harmful to others, the enemies of Islam. You will survive others till the people will derive benefit from you and others will be harmed by you. Messenger of Allah وسلم, further added, O Allah, complete for my companions their immigration and do not cause them to retract. Sa'd bin Khawla was unfortunate. Messenger وسلم, lamented his death as he died in Mecca. This hadith is in uh, Al-Bukhari and Muslim. And so we begin with the explanation. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the success to relate this as inshallah ta'ala should be related. In the explanation, the author, rahimahullah, uh, related the hadith of Sa'd bin Abi Waqas, which you have just heard. May Allah be pleased with him. That the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam came and visited him uh, in his illness. In his illness. And this was in Mecca. This was in Mecca. And Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas, we know, was one of the immigrants, one of the immigrants who migrated uh, and immigrated from Mecca to Medina. So, he was one of those who left their homeland for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake. And it was from the normal practice of the Prophet ﷺ to visit the ill from his companions because he ﷺ is characterized by the best and most noble character and that he is al-imam al-matbu' the followed imam may Allah salam be upon him so he came visiting the Prophet ﷺ came visiting Sa'd bin Abi Waqqas. May Allah be pleased with him. So Sa'd took this opportunity and said, O Messenger of Allah, inni qad balagha bi min al ma tara. O Messenger of Allah, you can see the pain which I am suffering. So he was going, he was under a severe uh, type of pain and illness, and he said, and I am a man of means, and there is none. وَلَا يَرِثُنِي إِلَّا بْنَةٌ لِي And there is none to inherit from me except one daughter. Meaning there is only one daughter entitled to receive the fard of inheritance. 
that which is uh, dutiful by Sharia. So he said, So should I give two thirds of my property in charity? Two thirds, two out of three. The Messenger responded by saying no. Then Sa'ad said, Ashatru ya Rasulullah. Then half, half of my wealth. The Prophet responded by saying, La, no. Then I said, Then can I give my one third, give away one third of the property? Give away one third. But it is still too much. But it is still too much. So he is asking about giving this part of his wealth in charity. And the Prophet prevented him from doing that. Because Sa'd was going a serious state of illness illness whereby it is feared that it can cause him death and that's why the Prophet ﷺ prevented him from giving away in charity more than one third because the one who is going in such a state of illness illness whereby it is feared that it can cause death it is not permissible for him or for her to give away in charity more than one third. Why? Because his wealth is bound to the rights of others. His wealth is bound to the rights of others. And others here are the hires. His hires. As to the one who is healthy, suffering no illness, or suffering a mild or benign illness, whereby it is not feared that it can cause him death, then it is permissible for this person to give away in charity as much as he wishes, one third, one half, two thirds, or even his entire wealth. There is no harm upon him. However, it is not befitting that he should give away in charity all of his wealth, Unless he may have something whereby he can use and thus relieve himself from any type of dependency upon others. What's important here is that the Messenger وسلم, therefore prevented him, prevented him from giving away more than one third of his wealth, more than one third of his wealth. And the Prophet ﷺ said, الثلث, and it's okay to give the one-third, والثلث كثير, but it is still too much. And in this there is evidence of Yihad al-Dalil. If it is less than one-third, then it is better and more perfect. And that's why Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, and his father said, لو أن الناس غضوا من الثلث إلى الربع 
I mean, had it been that uh, men would have uh, chose to give one-third or a change from giving away one-third to one-fourth, meaning that would be better. Because the Prophet ﷺ said, One-third is okay, and but it is still too much. And Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, Arda ma radiyahu Allahu li nafsih. I am content by that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is content for himself. Meaning al-humus. Meaning al-humus, meaning one-fifth. So he backwith one-fifth of his wealth. So he backwith one-fifth of his wealth. And the one-fifth is less than the one-third. And through this now we know that the actions of people done in our times whereby they back with one-third is not preferred, is not the preferable back with to do, although it is permissible, although it is permissible. The best is to be less than or to give away in charity less than one-third either one-fourth or one-fifth and the jurists may Allah's mercy be upon them uh, said that it is better to back with one-fifth not more following the way of Abu Bakr may Allah be pleased with him then the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith said innaka in tadar warathataka aghniya'a khayrun min an tadarahum aalatan yatakaffafoon al-nas give away one third and that is still too much it is better to leave your hires well off than to leave them poor begging people so it is better for you to keep the wealth and not giving away and not give it and don't give it away in charity such that when you die then your hires will be well off and this is better than keeping them poor begging people leaving nothing for them asking people with their hands give us give us and from this we know therefore there is evidence there is evidence here if the person leaves wealth for his hires then this is good for him then this is good for him and the person should not think that leaving wealth behind to be taken by the hires that by doing so that he has no reward whatsoever no this is incorrect rather he is rewarded even the messenger وسلم, said it is better that 
to leave your hires well off than to leave them poor begging people. It is better. Because if you leave that wealth for them, they will make use of it. And they will be your relatives. And if you give it away in charity, then the remote ones will benefit. While we know that the sadaqah giving away in charity to the relatives is better than giving it to those who are not related. Because the sadaqah, the charity given to the one who is a relative is a charity in itself and also it is a sila keeping ties of kinship keeping ties of kinship so it's twofold it is a charity and the person is rewarded for that and it is a preservation of the ties of kinship and this is also reward. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّكَ لَمْ تُنْفِقَ نَفَقَةً تَبْتَغِي بِهَا وَجْهَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا أُجِرْتَ عَلَيْهَا إِلَّا أُجِرْتَ عَلَيْهَا حَتَّى مَا تَجْعَلَهُ فِي فِي مْرَأَتِكَ Then the Prophet ﷺ said, you will not expend a thing in charity for the sake of Allah but you will be rewarded for it even the morsel of food which you feed your wife even the morsel of food which you feed your wife meaning you're not gonna spend anything in charity gold, silver, clothes food, mattresses, you name it you spend that for the sake of Allah except that you will be rewarded for it. The point of evidence from this statement, the point of evidence from this statement is تَبْتَغِي بِهِ وَجْهَ اللَّهِ for the sake of Allah. You spend it for the sake of Allah. تَقْصُدُ بِهِ وَجْهَ اللَّهِ meaning here you, you, you spend it seeking the face of Allah. We have to correct seeking the face of Allah. What does this mean? It means, and this is a very important benefit, when we say seeking the face of Allah, this is a very important benefit here. يعني, it means, تَقْصُدُ بِهِ تَقْصُدُ بِهِ أَنْ تَصِلَ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ that you intend to attain by it paradise حَتَّى تَرَى وَجْهَ اللَّهِ so that you see the face of Allah Allahu Akbar and this is a very important point of benefit in fact we need to uh, we need to correct the translation here so you will not expend a thing in charity for the face of Allah intending the face of Allah and this means you intend by such an action to be admitted to paradise so that you see the face of Allah جل, the most mighty the most majestic I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his mercy to admit us to paradise and to save us from hell and to make us from those who have the great reward of seeing his majestic face subhanahu wa ta'ala
because Ahlul Jannah جعلني الله وإياكم منهم because the people of Jannah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make me and you from them they will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they will look at him with their own eyes with their own eyes as they see the sun clear one unhindered by any cloud and as they see the full moon as they see the full moon meaning they will actually see the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the Prophet said to him حَتَّى مَا تَجْعَلُهُ أَوْ مَا تَجْعَلُهُ فِي فِيِّ مْرَأَتِكَ Even the, that morsel of food which you feed your wife, you will be rewarded for it if you intend by that the face of Allah Azza wa Jal. Although we know that spending of the wife is an obligatory matter. Is an obligatory matter. In fact, the wife has the right to tell you, spend or divorce me. Yet, even though, if you spend upon your wife or on your wife, intending by that the face of Allah Azza wa Jal, then Allah the Most High will reward you. Similarly, if you spend on your children, or on your mother or on your father even if you spend on yourself seeking by that the face of Allah then Allah rewards you for that you are rewarded for that then Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas said in the next statement فقلت يا رسول الله أخلف بعد أصحابي أخلف بعد أصحابي I said oh messenger of Allah would I survive my companions would I survive my companions meaning would I survive them and I and then die in Mecca so the prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام explained to him that he said, إِنَّكَ لَن If you survive others, لَن تُخَلَّفَ فَتَعْمَلَ عَمَلًا تَبْتَغِي بِهِ وَجْهَ اللَّهِ If you survive others and accomplish a thing for the, for the face of Allah, you would again or you would gain higher ranking and standing. Meaning, assuming that you will survive others, and you were, and you will be unable to leave Mecca. And then you do things and accomplish things, seeking by them the face of Allah Azza wa Jal. Then Allah the Most High will raise you in rank and standing, raising you in rank in Jannat al Naim in Paradise. Even if you do and accomplish these things in Mecca, 
knowing you are the one who immigrated from it. Then the Prophet ﷺ said to him, وَلَعَلَّكَ أَن تُخَلَّفَ حَتَّى يَنْتَفِعَ بِكَ أَقْوَامِ وَيُضَرُّ بِكَ أَخَرٌ The next statement, وَلَعَلَّكَ أَن تُخَلَّفَ The term to khalaf here is different from the first one. Here it means you will survive in this life. And this is what occurred. Because he lived for a long time. And to the degree that he may Allah be pleased with him as it is mentioned by some of the scholars. Left behind him 17 male meaning boys and 12 girls and 12 girls and in the beginning he didn't have except as you notice from the hadith except one single daughter but he survived and lived long and Allah bestowed upon his children 17 males and 12 females we will continue inshallah and we'll stop here and we'll continue the rest of the explanation of this hadith walhamdulillah rabbil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam